Buenos Dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 15th of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. Wild celebrations erupted on Tuesday the 13th after the victory of the football national team over Croatia in Qatar, which secured a place in the World Cup finals. The captain, Lionel Messi, led his team to a 3-0 victory and inspired euphoria from millions in his country of birth, where people celebrated in tidal waves across Argentina's main cities. On the pitch, the match was tough, but the atmosphere was much lighter than on Friday the 9th when provocative comments from members of the Dutch team and the Dutch coach himself infuriated the Argentine players. After the win on penalties, the Argentine team went as far as mocking their rivals, a photo that made countless headlines across the world but was often lacking in context. That episode during the quarterfinals brought out an unseen side of Lionel Messi, who is known for being temperate and serene. His taunt toward one of the Dutch players, which translates to, what are you looking at, fool, quickly became iconic among his supporters and can be found in all types of memorabilia, such as mugs, t-shirts, and caps. In stark contrast, the match against Croatia left photos of hugs and words of encouragement between rivals. After the win, Argentina's flag carrier announced new departures for Doha, which sold in a matter of hours, despite costing more than $5,000. Both flights will depart from Ezeiza International Airport on the 16th of December, with a total trip lasting 19 hours. On Sunday the 18th, Argentina will face France for the chance of winning the ultimate prize in the biggest game of their lives. On that note, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about Bangladesh's surprisingly passionate support for Argentina's national football team. Well, it seems that political leaders saw an opportunity there. The foreign minister, Santiago Cafiero, announced that Argentina will be reopening its embassy in Bangladesh after 40 years and met with his Bangladeshi counterpart to discuss bilateral cooperation trade. In 2021, Argentine exports to Bangladesh amounted to almost $900 million, a historic high where leading items included soybean byproducts, corn, and wheat. Aside from football, the other event that marked this week was the verdict in Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner's corruption trial. While there's no news in that regard, the governing party took the opportunity to make allegations of their own. During a nationwide broadcast, President Fernandez denounced a meeting between federal judges, prosecutors, officials, and business people that took place last October in a private ranch in the Rio Negro province. The meeting included executives from Clarin Group, and City Hall, Security Minister Marcelo D'Alessandro, the federal prosecutor in Bariloche, demanded the indictment of the 10 participants for malfeasance and acceptance of handouts. The chief presidential advisor, Julian Leunda, was obliged to resign after chats suggested he had covered up the trip. Speaking of trips, Argentina's low-cost airline, Flybondi, has, is betting on domestic travel to grow significantly in the near future. The company plans to reinvest its profits to boost its fleet of 17 
by the end of next year after doubling its planes to 10 in 2022. They also are also expected to add more international routes to cities like Lima and Rio de Janeiro and more national routes until there's at least one to each province. While the travel industry in Argentina has not rebounded as fast as in other countries within the region, Flybondi executives say that the goal is not only to go back to pre-pandemic levels, but to reactivate the domestic market beyond those numbers. Since we brought up Lima, the government in Argentina has changed its position regarding the political conflicts in Peru. In case you're not familiar with what is going down, the president of Peru, Pedro Castillo, was removed from office on the 7th of December after altering the constitution and attempting a self-coup in which he tried to dissolve the parliament. In the last few days, Argentina, along with Colombia, Mexico, and Bolivia, signed a document urging Peru to reinstate the deposed Castillo. While Peru tries to put down that fire, an environmental emergency has been declared in Argentina's southernmost province. Tierra del Fuego, which ironically translates to land of fire, is up in flames due to forest fires affecting some 9,000 hectares. The cause is still unknown, but investigators seem to indicate that it started in a grill due to a badly put out stove, although that is a matter of judicial analysis. The smoke is already causing respiratory problems among the population in, in the city of Toluín, and the provincial legislature passed a bill from the province's executive branch declaring an environmental emergency until the 30th of June of next year. Also, in terms of environmental emergencies, a prolonged drought has prompted Buenos Aires province governor Axel Kisilov to declare a state of emergency in 33 of the province's districts, extending tax exemptions, rebates, and credit lines to affected farmers. Almost 15% of the country's hectares are undergoing severe drought. While not an emergency yet, COVID-19 is back on the rise and officials in Argentina are calling for the use of face masks on public transport. They also recommend that as many activities as possible take place outdoors. In the provinces of Tucumán, Santiago del Estero, and Jujuy, the mandatory use of face masks has been restored for staff and patients from public and private health centers. Moving on, the World Bank is loaning $200 million to Argentina in support of digital transformation and the closing of the digital divide. The goal is to expand the connectivity offer all over the country, build a network of data centers, and offer digital skills training for individuals. The project is expected to benefit 350,000 residents of areas with poor connectivity and 15,000 individuals that need to strengthen their digital skills. This project will be financed with a variable spread loan with a maturity period of 32 years and 7.5-year grace period. Since we're on the topic of loans, the International Monetary Fund completed its third review of its agreement with Argentina, thus permitting the release of $6 billion in the course of this month for the relief of the central bank reserves. While the IMF continues to set the target for reserve accumulation 
for $9.8 billion by the end of next year. This year's requirements has been scaled down from 5.8 to 5 billion with the remaining 4.8 billion left for next year. Luckily, 2022 was a good year for exports, which exceeded $100 billion. According to the foreign minister, these results will help finance economic growth and employment. Going back to the topic of football for a second, an article in the Washington Post was heavily commented on by Argentines, titled, Why Doesn't Argentina Have More Black Players in the World Cup? The piece takes us on a historical journey to try to explain the absence of black Argentines in the team. The writer does a good job of summarizing the history of blacks and race in general in Argentine territory, while criticizing the myth that it's a white nation. In Argentina, however, some people reacted negatively to the piece, not due to the content itself, but because the question it poses. They claim that while the football team does not include people that most would view as black, the tan-skinned players are proof that people of different ethnicities have mixed in Argentina, while other territories tend to keep them separate. So, the question should not be, why doesn't Argentina have more black players in the World Cup, but rather, why don't other teams have more mixed players? We'll leave the link to the article in the show notes for you to reach your own conclusions. And that's it for this week. Christmas is around the corner, so what's your favorite Christmas tradition in Argentina? It can be official or unofficial, regional or national, personal or communal. Let us know at argentina at Nos vemos la próxima semana.